Hey everybody, this is Kevin with GFE Got Family and Everything Else Podcast. I have a <laughs> a very important one that I want to talk to you with uh, today. This is actually revolving around football. How many of you guys are football fans? We'll say NFL, XFL, college. There's a lot of football leagues out there. <laughs> but I ended up becoming a big football fan when I was, I believe I was five years old when I started um, noticing the Denver Broncos. Uh, I grew up in Denver. I'm from California, but I grew up in Denver. Uh, military brat. But uh, I want to give all credit to my mom for me liking football because she first was a fan of it. And uh, her favorite player, I believe, was John Elway. And he's my favorite player of all time as well. And then I just, you know, since then, just been following the Broncos and I bleed orange and blue never going to root for another team but you know what I, I, I will say that the Seattle Seahawks are kind of like my second team and it, the only mere fact is that my boys were born in Seattle but other than that I mean there is a rivalry whenever the Seahawks do play I you know subconsciously I want them to lose obviously but uh <laughs> but I don't know maybe just because my wife and I we ended up living pretty close to the stadium so whenever there were games you know we just always look at our window and you see like the whole blue and green parade marching down the field and just chanting and everything it was kind of annoying but hey we lived in Seattle so we couldn't we couldn't help it but uh you know their quarterback Russell Wilson I really I really like that dude uh he's he seems like a genuine guy he seems like a really nice guy he seems like I mean he's a great quarterback and he works hard and now he's no longer on the Seahawks. He's on my team, the Denver Broncos. But uh, it didn't go too well the first year. <laughs> we pretty much tanked. And everybody thought, wow, the Broncos are going to be in the playoffs. This is going to be a dangerous team. It just didn't turn out that way, sadly enough. But we have a new coach. Um, Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints came out of retirement. I believe he was in retirement for about one year. Now he signed with the Denver Broncos, and I'm glad. Let's hope that he can definitely work wonders with Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson can get out of his own way and listen to the coaching of Sean Payton because Sean Payton has a lot of success. Yes, Russell Wilson does too. But let's listen to the coach, and I hope this year it'll be great. But one thing, another thing that I really appreciate about Russell Wilson that I really liked is when he was with Seattle, He would always, after each game, uh, go into the center of the field, his teammates, and then opposing players, they would all circle around in the middle of the field, kneel down, and they would give thanks to the Lord. Even if the game was lost. Game one doesn't matter. They're They're acknowledging God and thanking the Lord for allowing them to play the sport that they love. You know, giving him thanks that... They, they were able to get through the game safely and just having having fun and allowing them to, uh, the blessing them this opportunity that a lot of us wish we could be in like if we if you come down and think about it I would love to be an NFL player I always consider myself a quarterback I first started as a wide receiver my favorite player at that time as a wide receiver was uh, Michael Irvin number 88 for the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> I always thought he had amazing hands. Great, great dude. But uh, my all-time favorite wide receiver is Ed McCaffrey. 
But, <laughs> but yeah, again, my, my favorite quarterback all time, John Elway. But, yeah, I mean, after each game, you would see Russell Wilson. I mean, it's a hard-fought game. They play super hard, and they go in the center of the field. And they would kneel down, and they pray to the, to the Lord, thanking him for, for anything, for everything. You know, I think that it's pretty big of players to realize the, the situation that they're in, the situation that they're blessed to be in, and acknowledging God at the same time. They can get so caught up into the hype, into the lights, into all the money and the fame, but to me it seems like they, they don't forget what God has done for them. And they are giving thanks, rightfully so, and God deserves our thanks. He deserves our praise. And not many people were making a big fuss out of it. I mean, yeah, you maybe have like these smaller little groups or whatever complaining and everything. But Russell Wilson and all of them, they started praying. And then it just started, you start seeing it with other other teammates, uh, other players, other teams doing the same thing. Giving praise to the Lord for, for blessing them with this sport that we all come to love and <laughs> just sit down. You know, we look forward to every Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. Um, but yeah, nothing's wrong. I mean, we should give thanks to the Lord in all circumstances. Always give praise. Give praise to Him. And it doesn't have to be always football. It can be anything in our life. <laughs> I mean, I it can be as small. It can very be, be a very small problem. It can be something very small that's very happy give thanks to the lord always you can lose something just something small something small i mean people be like oh that's no big deal you end up finding it give give god thanks give him give him praise you have you found it but then if you can't find it just give god thanks for you know blessing you for ever having it um and then also praising him for just never leaving your side and then also making you realize that it's just a material thing that god is forever that's more important. God's like, you still have me. Don't forget that. Yeah, you may have lost that material thing, but they come and go. But I'm here forever. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, baby. <laughs> no, but all joking aside, like God is, is telling us that. It's like, he's always going to be there. And we can never lose him when we accept him into our life. So we should daily, on the daily, give him praise. Once we rise up, praise him for allowing us another day or blessing us another day when we have a job praise him for the job even if it's a bad day you know praise him like lord thank you for this job you know i i know it's been a rough day but i just want to thank you for allowing me to get through it being there for me encouraging me you know that's what god wants he wants us to realize our situation and humble ourselves and why am i talking about this about football and praising him because I recently came across uh, an article and I'm sure you guys pretty, uh, know Deion Sanders <laughs> you know prime time prime Deion Sanders played for the Falcons played for the Cowboys and the 49ers probably arguably the best defensive player in NFL history you know his personality is infectious uh, he just a great guy, and he's uh, a, a man of faith, and he's he's not away, afraid to to share that 
or, or to wear it on his sleeve. No matter where he goes, he gives the Lord thanks. He gives the Lord praise. But the, uh, <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing this up is when I was talking about Russell Wilson sitting in the middle of the field and praying, looks like when Deion Sanders got into coaching, he started coaching at Jackson State. Uh, and this article says Deion Sanders' prayer controversy uh, at Colorado shows he is not at Jackson State anymore. And you're just wondering, like, what, what's, what gives? What's that about? So I'm just going to go ahead and read a little bit of this article and not too much, but you can find it. You can just type in Deion Sanders' prayer controversy in Google. You know, you don't have to have a specific link, but I found this this site um, under clarionledger.com. So let's go ahead and read a little bit into it. It says, when Deion Sanders left Jackson State football for Colorado, he said God told him to go there. Sanders also said God called him to uh, Jackson State when he was coaching the Tigers during a successful three-year run there hardly was anyone who would tell him no even during the team-led prayers in several of his Instagram posts Sanders was seen praying with his team before the practice meetings and games if anyone had an issue with it at Jackson State it never was actually brought up publicly that ended when he went to Colorado the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the FFRF, I mean, Freedom From Religion, really, sent a letter on January 24th to University of Colorado Chancellor of Phil DiStefano and, co uh, and copied athletics director Rick George, claiming that Sanders is engaging in inappropriate and unconstitutional actions by engaging in religious exercises with players and staff members. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's our understanding that on December 20th, 2022, a staff member led other staff members in a Christian prayer to start an official meeting. The letter stated, more egregiously, uh, on January 16th, 2023, Coach Sanders directed a staff member to lead players and coach in Christian prayer before the team meeting. There is no doubt uh, no, there is no doubting that sports accomplished of Deion Sanders said the FFRF co-president Annie Laurie uh, Gaylor, Gaylor, I don't know, on the FFR website. But that doesn't give him the right to force his religion upon student athletes at the public university. Correct me if I'm wrong, but how is praying with your team forcing your religion on them? I don't see Dion tying them down and saying, you will listen to this prayer. He said, let's go ahead and say a prayer. If you dis you can disagree or if you could stay, if you want, you can leave. Just let's just say, let's say some players ended up leaving, didn't want to participate in the prayer. Do you think Dion would treat them any differently? No, he treats them all as a family just because they don't practice and preach. I mean, and preach and believe what we all believe doesn't give us the right to treat you anything less and i don't see Deion sanders doing that he has given the opportunity and he strongly believes in his faith and in following in god and the one thing that i'm i i want to give props to coach prime 
Dion about is that he's not afraid to share his faith. We should never be afraid or ashamed of sharing the gospel with anyone, even if they don't agree with it. And that's what Dion was doing. He was definitely just sharing his faith with them. If they don't want to hear it, they have more they are more than willing to leave or you know come to Dion and just say, Hey, you know, this is something that I don't practice, this is something I don't believe, or I'm a little uncomfortable with this. I'm pretty sure Dion would be like, No problem, you know, you don't have to sit in on this, but I would invite you to if you would like, because if you're if you're ever interested, nothing's wrong with doing that. It's not forcing it on others. Forcing it is when you are you are treating individual like crap just because you don't believe they don't believe what you believe. And then you sit there and demote them. No, that's not what the Bible teaches. God says he will not force himself into your life. We must invite and receive him. That's exactly how we go out and we preach the gospel out to the world. We share it with other people. We invite them to church. We invite them to know who Christ is. You know, if they decline, we don't treat them anything less. We say, okay, well, when you're ready or if you have any questions, feel free to ask. I'd be happy to tell you. I'd be happy to share Christ with you. That's it. You don't give them an attitude because what good is that going to do? Is that That's just going to push them away. And you don't want that. But let's go ahead and continue. Said the FFRF is a national nonprofit organization more than... 39,000 members across the country, including more than 1,200 members and two local chapters in Colorado. After being censored by Colorado, the school's executive vice, president, uh, vice chancellor and chief operating officer said that the school's offices of instant, uh, institutional equity and compliance met with Sanders to review policy about when and where coaches and players can in, uh, engage in religious expression. <sighs> but the daughter of Deion Sanders apologizes for uh, oh no actually that's something else so coach Sanders was very receptive to the training and came away from it with a better understanding of the University of Colorado's policies and requirements and establishment clause now I understand it's in your employer and you must respect what your employer and I, I understand all that but the whole fact where they're sitting there trying to say that Dion is forcing this on others is not correct. Having open prayer, nothing is wrong with that. You know, but if they if they don't want him to do it in certain times, you know, I guess okay. But at the same time, just openly invite. And if it's not at that time, then why not have a group player a prayer uh, off campus, or you know. I <laughs> let's just say I don't I don't agree with this FFRF. I don't think anything that Deion Sanders is doing is incorrect. If there was a person that was trying to pray in a different religion than or a different belief that I I would just remove myself from it. That's it. Just remove myself and say, hey, I, you know, respectfully, I don't I don't follow this. I don't. This is not a lifestyle of mine. This isn't something I believe in. So I'm just going to remove myself from it. Now, just see how they act. If they're completely respectful with your beliefs, then we just move on. And that's how we as followers of Christ should do it as well. When someone doesn't agree with us, we just say, okay, well, no problem. But I truly encourage you, if you would like, to invite you into knowing who Christ is. 
and I would love to have a conversation with you about what's your thoughts on it. You know, let's have an open, open conversation. I want to know what you believe and what you don't believe and why you choose not to follow Christianity. If they don't want to have any of it, then don't, don't force it. Just say, okay, no problem. Then move on. Don't look at them differently. Don't treat them differently. Don't disrespect them. That's it. But you know what? It says also, but not everyone believes that Sanders has been in the wrong. First Liberty Institute, a law firm focuses on religious freedom cases, sent to the letter, uh, sent a letter on February 28th to the university saying Sanders cannot be silenced. Is allowed to exercise his constitutional right as a public employee and have the right to religious expression on campus. So the letter references uh, President uh, presented set by the Supreme Court decision of Kennedy versus Bremerton in which a high school football coach prayed on the field after games in June yes I forgot about that and he ended up winning the case and he was able to continue doing that with players he wasn't forcing it just like I was saying he was inviting players and he did not punish the ones that did, did uh, that chose not to participate he did not in which the high school coach, uh, football coach, prayed on the field after games in June. The Supreme Court ruled in the coach's favor 6-3 and that coaches can pray in public when students and others are witnessing it nearby. I have to say, though, the Supreme Court has been knocking it out the park uh, most recently, and I, I am thankful for that with a, lot of, with a lot of things that they've overruled or changed. I am in big support of. This situation is ongoing and has not been resolved, and it also shows that Sanders is no longer in Mississippi, the most religious state in the U.S., according to a 2016 Pew Research study. Wow, the most religious state is Mississippi? You know, I can, I guess I can see that. <laughs> the study cited that 77% of Mississippi residents identified as highly religious, tr tying Alabama to the most in the nation. By comparison, Colorado ranks 41st in the same study at 47%. Woo! So hopefully, you know, this case is resolved and Dion can just continue doing and confessing his faith. And then showing that God is at the center of everything. Um, yes, we're going to come, you know, face adversity, face trials, all that stuff. That's going to happen. God told us that's going to happen. It's not going to be an easy, easy road following him. Many people are going to be pushed back. But you know what? You know, God's overcome the world. He's like, take courage. <laughs> and uh, put up our armor. And just have faith in God, you know? Things don't happen easily. We just have to trust God through the process. It may be an ugly process that we're going through, but it will strengthen our faith. And I guarantee you, this is strengthening Dion's faith right here. And may also maybe the, the players that are willing to participate. And you know what? Maybe there might be some player, players that are just kind of questioning God. And when Dion does this, it's a good witness. And they can see how, how you know, truly Dion is, is a strong follower of Christ and, and not afraid to share it and not afraid to wear it on his sleeve. And if willing to share it with anyone that's willing to listen, maybe this might change the heart of some players that were just struggling. Maybe it might change the heart of some players that just don't know. Maybe it might change the heart of players that never believed in the first place or gave pushback. It's good to plant that seed and Dion's not afraid to do it. And so I give him all props for, for it. And uh, you know what? I had a bunch of things written down, so 
let's just go through a couple of verses and uh, just see what God has to say about this because I'm sure this puts a big old Kool-Aid smile on the Lord's face when uh, we face adversity and we stand firm in our faith, even when it seems like the odds are against us. But you know what? We have the Lord. So it's like David and Goliath. <laughs> but in 1 Corinthians 10.31, it says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all in the glory of God. That's what Dion is doing. He is the coach of the Colorado Buffalo team, which is a school that I, when I was a kid, saw myself playing for. Never happened. But he is the head coach of a new team, a lot, a lot larger organization than Jackson State. And it says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all in the glory of God. And that's exactly what Dion is doing. He's giving thanks. He's giving it back to God, saying, this is the opportunity you had given me. I want to show you thanks in all that I do. And I pray and ask that you bless this opportunity. He's not saying, Lord, give us an edge. No, he's just saying, Lord, we acknowledge you. We thank you. And we will put our our utmost trust in you and whatever the outcome is or whatever happens because please use this for your glory please use this to honor and lift up your name and that's what Dion is doing on the day it seems like he's doing that multiple times a day and praying never ceasing and it says there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus Romans 8 1 Dion should I say no more? <laughs> he's he's a total believer, excuse me, uh, supporter and follower of Christ. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. James 4.10. See, we're in a, those players are big in a big organization. They're football players that could possibly end up making it to the NFL or big opportunities after that, after that or even before that. And when you play a sport that many people put their eyes on and then you're in the spotlight, you know, so many things can be thrown at you, so many temptations, so many, so many things that, that can just derail your faith. When you stay in consistent and constant prayer with the Lord, you are humbling yourself and asking the Lord to keep you humble and to appreciate all that we that was given and the opportunity and re realizing and remembering that it is not us that got us to this it is the lord that has blessed us the opportunity he he deserves all the credit in everything it's not our doing it's christ's doing and lastly uh the lord is near to all who call on him to all who call in him in truth psalms 14 5 18 uh oh excuse me psalms 145 uh verse 18 I'm going to read that again. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call in, uh, call him in truth. All that who call on him. So Dion, what did it say? Dion leads, uh, excuse me. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it says in several of the Instagram posts, Sanders was seen praying with his team before practice meetings and games before practice meetings and games and it says the lord is near to all who call on him before practice meetings and games dion is in constant communication with the lord 
and I used to, and I'm, I'm sitting here still trying to build up my, my prayer and my communication with the Lord. I was all happy about sitting up in the morning before I go to the gym. And yeah, I try to pray out throughout the day because I try to keep the bind on my heart and my mind. But when you actively engage in prayer with all other people that, and it, it, acknowledging and bringing God near, that is where you can strengthen your faith. And I think that's amazing. I think that's a beautiful thing. And that is something that I highly encourage anyone that is struggling with prayer or who is praying right now that just continue doing that because you don't realize the power that is in prayer and the power that your relationship is creating with God. When God continues to find out or continue seeing you come to him in any and all circumstances. I just think that's a great thing. So whatever Dion is doing, I pray that the Lord will continue strengthening him, placing favor on him, and that this outcome, whatever it, whatever the outcome may be, that God blesses this and, you know, continue strengthening Dion and whoever uh, comes to Christ, even the players on the team, that they look at this and they come out stronger but should never be ashamed to share their faith, no matter how big these organizations may be or these, you know, these football organizations or chairmans or it doesn't matter. Even if you feel like you're surrounded, remember what David said, that you have the, that he had the Lord thy God behind him. So we must remember that as well in all, circum, all situations that we may be feeling like we're pressured, that we should just bend and go with what society or this world is telling us Uh uh-uh nope nope not doing it not doing it god says just trust me it may not be a pretty process but remember at the end you will succeed you will come out stronger just trust me but yeah i wanted to share that with you guys sorry if i went on rambling a little bit but this is something that i came across and i just find out you know i believe there's many more cases like that that's just not being publicized you know we're all faced with challenges when it comes to our faith and i think that uh it's highly important that we stick true and stay firm in god trust him always so i wanted to thank you for tuning in to gfe god family and everything else again my name is kevin this episode is revolving around sports and prayer and should we do it or should we continue or should we bend to the world i don't think so (laughs) thank you for listening i'm out